This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Nice to be with you again. Husband and wife had a crazy idea one night. Let's turn a barn into a brewery. Twelve years later, they're still going strong. We'll talk to Piney River Brewing. One state representative says fans and parents are getting out of hand at sporting events, and he wants to protect game officials. Lindbergh schools in St. Louis County have a program designed to turn students into leaders. And we'll get started with Maurice Ashley, made history as the first African-American grandmaster in chess. Now he's encouraging schools and parents to introduce the game in underserved areas. He spoke to Ashley Bird at the St. Louis Chess Club during the prestigious American Cup tournament. I'm just a fan. I'm just an Uber fan right now, <laughs> loving the loving the event. As a grandmaster and a, a member of the U.S. Chess Hall of Fame, how easy is it to sit by and watch these tournaments? Very easy. <laughs> I love it. I love sitting back <laughs> watching crash talking, not having to suffer for hours at a chessboard, trying to figure out the best move and then make a mistake and blow the entire game. Like, yeah, <laughs> I did enough of that in my career, it, but it's fun. These players are so good. They're so incredible. They, they come up with fantastic ideas and the drama is amazing, especially when it gets down to the wire and the, you have no time on the clock and you see them moving much faster uh, trying to not lose on time. Uh, that's very exciting. I note that you are the first black person to be grandmaster in the U.S. and worldwide. Chess is played all around the world. It is played in over 200 countries. The Chess Federation, International Chess Federation, boasts 199 different member nations. And that's just the ones who have signed up to be a part of it. So it's a game that everybody can play and everybody should play. And we're excited that it's booming right now with all this attention that has come to chess, particularly after the Netflix series, The Queen's Gambit. Chess is diverse and played all over the world, yet you're still reaching out to historically black colleges and universities. Where are we falling short? Well, there is underrepresentation in the African-American community uh, here in the U.S. I think the funny thing is, if you go to the younger generation, I'm talking about very young, elementary school, middle school age, you find a lot of kids, African-American kids playing chess. There are a lot of great programs out there in St. Louis, uh, in Atlanta, in New York, in Chicago, uh, in, in Houston, in L.A. But at some point, kids feel like if you're smart, especially chess is a great game. But what's what's the payoff? What if should I go to college? Shouldn't I have another profession? And so we want to see continuity that they don't quit in droves or leave the game behind and maybe pick up something else by making chess more lucrative. And we're seeing that those opportunities come now. And we don't want to lose out on those opportunities because you have tournaments like the American Cup in St. Louis giving $300,000 prizes. And it's only one of the many tournaments that take place at the St. Louis Chess Club where so many millions of dollars go out, have gone out for chess professionals. The chess tour is a $2 million tour every year you see the professionals playing in. 
their jobs in chess, whether it be as a coach or as an arbiter. Uh, I've written books and made money that way. It's just the opportunities are there, and we want to make sure that everyone is able to take advantage of those opportunities. And as a coach, uh, what do you what what's some of the encouragement you give to your students, other than the money as well? Well, I haven't coached in a while because of all the things that I do. I haven't coached in a while. But when I coached national championship teams, the biggest catch for them was the fact that they could travel. I used to get kids <laughs> excited to play chess by saying, hey, we're going to go to tournaments all around the country. We'd go travel to Dearborn, Michigan. We'd go. I took kids to London to play chess and meet world champions. Uh, it certainly is uh, a game that gives better access. You can travel. You can meet amazing people who play the game. And you have all these benefits that come from the game. And now I have grown adults who I used to coach who are, are now in banking, uh, those in, in medicine, uh, art, film, who come back and say to me, you know those chess skills I learned back in the day that you taught me? I'm using them to be successful in my business. And that's the secret that people don't realize, that those skills are transferable. And one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you today is that you mentioned that you really do want to reach out to uh, more kids, especially in underserved areas. Now, it's it's not about race, is it? It's about opportunity. It truly is about access and opportunity. And those kids who are not able of any race to not able to participate in the game, which, by the way, is so inexpensive. You just need a chess set to start. But the reality is there is some barrier to access uh, in terms of getting a chess coach, being able to pay for a professional to teach you. Uh, you've got to have the equipment in terms of a, a laptop with working Wi-Fi and broadband access so you can get online and play. The database programs do cost a little bit of money for you to train on. And then I mentioned travel, to be able to go around the country and play chess in these big events. That costs dollars. So we want to flatten uh, the access, uh, the access points, being able to give it to more and more kids so that they can play. A lot of it will take place online. A lot of kids do have access to to online events. And the more we can do that, as long as online training as well as some great websites, then more and more kids from any background can get involved. So one of the challenges here in Missouri has been uh, access to broadband, and we have a mixture of, of urban and a lot of rural areas. What are some of the other challenges, you, uh, as you mentioned, you know, having a chessboard, but what are some of the underserved areas that we really need to hone in on? The truth is, I think the biggest challenge are the adults, <laughs> like people who have a certain misconception about chess and not realize just how much fun kids have playing who also are not intimidated because they themselves are intimidated. So they think, Oh, kids are not going to like that because we're all oh, these kids are distracted by their cell phones and the like. That's precisely why they should be learning chess. But because adults come with this, this preconception that chess is a certain way for a certain type of person or certain types of kids, they don't bring the chessboard home, put it in front of the kid when they're four or five years old, when they'll just naturally be curious and want to pick up the game. 
to me, that's really where the biggest barrier is. And if you start showing it to them, have it in their schools, kids will pick it up like they pick everything up quickly. And then you'll see more and more interest and even resources be spent on the game. We're talking to chess grandmaster Maurice Ashley, who's also a member of the U.S. Chess Hall of Fame. And here on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri, we, we mentioned chess quite a bit because the St. Louis Chess Club, a world-class chess club, is also good about communicating what's happening. One quick question before we talk about the upcoming event in April. What really broke the barriers for you? Were you um, always a chess player? How did you come into it? I was not always a chess player, but I was always competitive. And I come from a competitive <laughs> family. My oldest brother, uh, Devon, he was a three-time world champion kickboxer. And the baby of the family, my youngest sister, Alicia, she is a three-time world champion boxer. So I didn't want to get hit in the face. But when a friend of mine beat me at chess in high school when I was 14 years old, I didn't take it lying down. I happened to see a chess book in the library, and the rest is history. One of the events uh, that you would like to talk about, obviously, is what's happening with the HBCU-focused tournament. Tell me about that. The first ever HBCU Chess Classic will feature some of the great universities that we know are part of the historically black colleges and universities, including Howard, Hampton, Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, FAMU, and others who are trying to scramble right now to get their teams in place for the April 22nd event in Atlanta. We're very excited about this because we know there are 107 HBCUs around the country and we want to build chess in each one of them as this vision for chess uh, in the HBCU community begins to grow. Chess Grandmaster Maurice Ashley, thank you for joining us today on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Thanks for having me. And one final thing, uschesschamps.com if you want to learn more. Show me the day.